Welcome to Deep Inside the League. I am your host, Zach Kruger, back at it again with Dr. Grieco. What's going on, Alex? How you doing tonight, Zach? I'm doing great. Uh, I just had a wedding this weekend, so I was back home. Didn't get to see you, unfortunately. Uh, for those listeners out there, I'll... All 20, 10 to 25 of you, depending on the week. Uh, we're going to do a live... Well, sometimes we get like 30. I know. We're going to do a pretty... pretty uh, we're hoping to do a live show Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I don't around. think I can do a live show Thanksgiving. Uh, are you going to be away? Yeah, but maybe maybe over Christmas break. All right. So maybe maybe live in like show. two months for our loyal viewers. We'll, uh... <laughs> Could you imagine? We sell tickets on SeatGeek. <laughs> our new sponsor, SeatGeek. <laughs> Enter code uh, PMT for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. What does PMT stand for? Uh, part of my take. Oh, yeah. You could also enter the code, uh, I think, like, fantasy F- FFF or Fantasy Focus. That'll do it, too. Not, none of our codes. KKK also works. FFF, KKK. Oh, God. All righty. So this was a... Um, a good week for me, I'll just start off by saying that, and kind of an interesting week. Uh, let me just pull up here the the predictions going into this week. Alex was losing to me by one, uh, by a score of six to five, and we both took myself against Mike, and I have risen to two and four. Mike has fallen to zero oh and six. Mike is now probably the only team I would say where hard to see him making the playoffs at this point, while I'd say every other team has a chance. So I put up what Alex is telling me, 191.2 points is a league high of all time. Yep, I think 184 was the previous league high that I had a couple of year last year or two years ago, and you uh, pretty demolished that pretty good. With was suck up your lead scorer of the field goal kicker. Well, we'll, that? we'll we'll look into it. We'll look into it. But me and uh, Alex both take that game. Me and Alex also both take Stanish. Stanish um, rolls over Phil. We both took Alex, and he lost to Suckadicka. Then. Alex took Jake, Three-Eyed Ravens. I took Tyler, so Alex gets a game on me there. And then we both took Adam, who loses a nail-biter, to Bob. And we'll get into that game later. But, you know, my opinion, I think Bob is Bob is really coming on strong, might be a front-runner um, to go deep into the playoffs. But that leaves us at both with eight wins out of a possibility of 15. So we're right at 53 and a, a third of a percent there. So basically we could just <laughs> randomly guess... <laughs> <laughs> we'll still probably come out with the same results. So hey, we're doing better. In, we're doing better in this than we are in our pickups. So yeah, but not for long. Not for long. But, all right, let's go right into the games. And Alex, we will go into my game first. Too high on Reed against the Direwolves. As I mentioned, I'm now on a one-game winning streak, up to two and four. Mike fell, falls to zero and six, and basically my team. Um, performed exactly how I envisioned it would. I get enough production out of Rivers and Palmer, you know, 34 points, not expecting them to be, you know, that big producers. And then I get 27 out of Bell, 23 out of Gronk, 22 out of Carlos Hyde. And, you know, I get lucky. I get 21 out of Suckup and 23 out of the Texans. When your kicker and defense put up 44 combined, you know, it's not not going to hurt. You can't count on you cannot count on that every single week and but if you look at it from the standpoint of let's say I get fifteen combined points from them, so I'm losing um thirty, 30. points. Yeah, you still I'm at one sixty. So 
And, you know, my wide receivers don't have great production, but that's okay. I get Doug Martin back, and he puts up 14. So, again, I'm looking at, you know, Martin, Bell, Hyde, and Gronk. Those four guys are, you know, hopefully are my four best players going forward and try to get 60, 80 points from them weekly to uh, make a comeback in this league. And let's, you know, Alex, if you want to move on to Alex, uh, to Mike's team, loses Rodgers, I mean, basically for the year. I just you can hold on to him maybe I don't know what are your thoughts there uh, from everything I saw it looks like he's done for the year and I mean my here's the thing Mike's not going to make the playoffs so at this yeah, he still has to he still has to compete every week I mean the soccer you're right, is you're right he don't want, want that, those tomatoes that tomatoes for sixty seconds I mean you beat him by over a hundred points which has to be the largest margin of victory we've ever seen I mean Mike's team we've said it all year is just is awful. And now he took Rodgers way too early with the fifth overall pick in our two quarterback league, but still half PPR. You know we have three wide receiver slots. You got you can't take a quarterback with the fifth overall pick. And now him going down in week six for the whole year is really just gonna. I can't see him doing anything. Ingram even had a great week. He put up twenty seven point five, and Mike still couldn't even break ninety points. Right, you kind of get the swing there of Peterson leaving New Orleans, so Ingram has a big week, but then that causes Andre Ellington to put up no production. I don't know if you can expect. I mean, it to be that bad, I think Ellington still gets plenty of, you know, usage there because he's not really the number one back. But Peterson just racked up, I think, two touchdowns over 100 yards rushing in that game. Um, You know, Cooper's been just having a a really tough year. So, yeah, I mean, he started Jonathan. He had two players put up combined. Or he actually had three players put up a combined point two, if you want to look at it. Right, if you look defense, at Rodgers, Stewart. 1.2. Yeah, it's really yeah. Just I awful. Mean, there's nothing you can do with Rodgers at that point. But now with Ben, who's having an off year, he's going to be scrambling for quarterbacks in the deep to quarterback league. Yeah, definitely tough sliding ahead. But let's keep it going here to the next game, which is Usurpers at Goom. So Bob takes down Adam, who is now lost two in a row, went from 4-0 to 4-2, and Bob has a two-game winning streak, and I'm pretty confident that Bob now is the most points scored in the league. 20 more points than Sinesh about. Yeah, I mean, Bob, he picked up Deshaun Watson, who's probably the best Great quarterback in fantasy football. I mean, he actually does have the most points, which is astounding considering he put up five points week one and didn't come in until the second or third quarter, and then it's just been incredible since... Uh, right, so he did. He did. He does go up against Cleveland, um, which is obviously basically the, one of the best matchups you can get. And he's on a bye next week, so we'll have to see how that shakes out. But I do agree in a two quarterback league, he's I mean, very useful. Bob does have Tyrod Taylor, who will you know, and Mariota on the Mariotta, bench, so he'll be alright. Yep. And then I mean, he played McCown this week. He put up twenty points. I think Josh McCown led Bob to a championship two years, ago, three, four years ago, if I'm not mistaken, when he was on Cleveland and had a run. Right, so he gets McCown in a good matchup too. He really gets. Um, good matchups from his quarterback position. And then looking at the rest of his team, you know, he plays Safarian Jenkins, so he could have even had a bigger the week. The craziest thing is Bob, um, could you imagine if he lost this week by fewer than eight points? And oh, that would have been... Eight-point swing right there yeah. from the fumble for Safarian Jenkins. Oh, I'm telling you, he I don't does this talk about green, play. He, t- he does this with green on the bench. Uh, you know, Prater's been a good kicker. Not that kickers really matter, but he's been solid. Hunt has put up basically two or three weeks of under 15 fantasy points. So you can't expect that to continue. You just think he's going to put up more than that. He just gets so much usage. That was a weird game in Kansas City. Hunt was doing terribly in the first half. Uh, but, yeah, this team looks good. Bob's every year is always a contender. So 
Yeah, and then uh, Adams, I mean, Adams got the three, three-headed three monster quarterback, but he could only start two of them, and he did start the right two this week. Cam had a solid Thursday night, not great, but good fantasy. No, he didn't. Probably. He could have started Alex Smith and got him more points. Oh, no. Uh, no, you're, no. Right. you're right. I can't read. I, I don't guess. know why I even I tried guess. to question I'm the your, numbers guru. your eyesight over my <laughs> eyesight. I thought that said 19.1 is 15 from, from Smith. Yeah, Fives I mean, and nines. That you know, one, that one point seven out of C.J. Anderson really killed Adam. Uh, you know, that, yeah, who would have thought the Giants would finally get a win? Except for us. You know, we picked them in our pick'em. But yeah, I mean, I think the thing with Anderson, there's really nothing you can do there. That's the right play. It's just kind of a game flow thing where the Giants got ahead early, so Anderson's not going to get as much usage. Denver was just throwing the ball. It was really a terrible game for Denver. Um, so I still think that's probably the right play. Uh, over Jai, over Jai, uh, but I don't know. You can kind of go kind of matchup dependent there. He gets, he does lose with Diggs, who was um, injured, so he couldn't play Diggs. And Watkins has really struggled. Uh, you know, I know Matthew Barry and some others in ESPN are calling to dump him. He has put up a total of. 3.8 points over the last three weeks. Yeah, I mean, Watkins so, had that huge Thursday night. Game was against, it the Thursday night game? Yeah, right? That yeah, against San Francisco. Where he had Wat- Adam had Watkins and Dur- Gurley, who won the week for him on Thursday night, if we remember. I think they put up 60 points combined. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, Watkins hasn't done it. Which is what people said in the beginning of the year, that, you know, Watkins in that uh, L.A. Rams offense wouldn't do much. So uh, we'll have to see what Adam does going forward. He also... I mean, because I don't know who I would draw from this team, maybe, other than Watkins. Maybe Gio Bernard, has he done much? Eh, he's not, eh, I don't know. Tough yeah, I mean, call. the thing, I think the thing is, you know, obviously I, I have, like, this team in the past, there are some causes for concern. Will Fuller's a guy that has, I think, has six touchdowns on eight targets or something crazy like that. Um, gets another touchdown, you know, just two receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown here. So he's going to be a guy where you don't know if you are going to be able to plug him in every week and get the production with Watkins being in trouble. Um, I mean, you still, still, honestly, you still is fine playing Diggs, Jones, and, and Hopkins every week. Yeah, no, you're right. I still like this team. Fuller but, has five touchdowns on eight receptions the last three weeks, which is incredible. Yep. So clearly this guy, once you get him the ball, just finds the end zone. That must be what it is, right? Can't yeah. be luck. Let's keep it moving, though, to... Uh, at Phil, because we don't want to keep you guys here for 55 minutes. So the two people I love to make fun of the most here. Um... Yeah, so Stanish has another good week. I mean, Stanish puts out good weeks pretty much every single week, and it's, you know, he yeah. actually doesn't go for it. I was going to say, with Winston getting hurt, which uh, our boy Ryan Fitzpatrick came in. and uh, Yeah, Fitzmagic came in. Almost, almost saved the game. day. Yep. But yeah, so Sinish had a two spot from one of his quarterbacks due to injury and still put up one forty. I mean, as we've said as we've said before, Sinish is just a perennial contender, always a ton of points, great teams. Kind of the like thing, Bob. you know, the thing with Sinish, I feel like every single maybe last year, last year he had Melvin Gordon and Le'Veon Bell. This year he has Brown and Gordon. Clearly he has had the draft picks where he's gone in and targeted those two players, and they've been excellent. You know, both years, and he even gets a down down game from Hogan. But uh, between Hogan, Adams, and Brown, I mean, yeah, his team stacked. I mean, he drafted in the per- drafting in the top three. I mean, uh, if you drill, if you drafted uh, 
David Johnson, you're kind of screwed. But drafting in the top three was a huge advantage this year. As you know, there was uh, clearly it was Johnson, Bell, Brown, and then a huge, you know, I mean, if you look at it, you know, the next picks were supposed to be Odell, who's now out for the year. Julio Jones has had an off year. I think I ended up going with uh, LaShawn McCoy, yeah, who hasn't had a touchdown yet this year. So, you know, Sinish did have that third pick, which was sneaky good for him. How Melvin Gordon dropped to him at, what was it, what would that be, 18 is incredible. Right, it's because of all the quarterbacks that are taken. But, yeah, I think final take on Stanish is that the team is very solid. When it comes down to that playoff time, getting into the playoffs or even making a run in the playoffs – I can see the running back position hurting him because, you know, he plays Forte this week. I don't know if Forte is a, yeah, he's, a guy you can plug and play when Powell comes back. He's got McGuire on his he's bench. He's got McGuire, Aaron Jones, Montgomery. The thing is, before Montgomery and Gordon were good enough to get it done, I don't know if Montgomery's good enough to get it done now when he's going to see probably more of a split of targets with Jones. And let's keep it moving, Alex, to club fill your favorite team. Well, I just want to throw the Devonte Adams too might be a huge might have a big drop off now if Rodgers is out for the year for Stanley. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's a great point. All right, so on to Phil. Uh, his two quarterbacks who have been super dependable this year didn't have great weeks. Drew Brees, this was incredible to me. <coughs> so the New Orleans offense, they put up 52 points. Didn't really have that great of a day outside of maybe Ingram with the running game. Breeze didn't throw for that many yards. Yeah, he throws for two picks. Yeah, he throws for two. You know, I mean, like, their, their receivers. Stafford throws for three picks. I think I had Thomas, their other biggest receiver. They both did nothing. But yet they put up 52 points because they had three non-offensive touchdowns, which was just incredible. Um, yeah, Sanders is going to miss time for Phil. He got hurt in that game. He's already going to miss next week. That's a cause for concern for him. Yeah. T.Y., I mean, is a big boomer bust, especially with, without luck. I mean, he's had some great weeks still with Brissett, but... Uh, yeah, and that's now, I think, two or three losses in the last four le- weeks for Phil. Yeah, what is he doing? Because he was 2-0 and to start, and I think he's down to 3-3 three and three now. So, yeah, 3 out of But, you know, McKinnon, McKinnon has put up good weeks. Has he put up two good weeks in a row? He's put up 23.6 and 22.4. He's clearly the brunt, the back that you want in Minnesota, um, and you know Phil Benson this week. But is probably you probably start him every single week. I don't see any th- any reason not to start. Yeah, I mean, him I would think you have to start him over Tevin Coleman, in, who's in the flex the spot. You got to start him over Randall Cobb, yeah, basically the, yeah, every week that, going forward. Especially now, again with that grid with that Rodgers injury, there's no reason Randall Cobb should be starting. But he didn't know that going in. But Cobb hasn't under. He said. Three weeks where he's put up 10 and his highest 13, so. Yep. Cobb's nothing special. That's on Phil. But Phil's actually done a great job checking his team. Probably doesn't listen to the pod, but at least checks his team. Yeah, you never know. You never know. He could get full <laughs> I know. I didn't think Sneesh would listen to the pod, and he was uh, probably he's a biggest fan. An avid listener. All right, let's keep it moving to Alex, Tiki Torch, Patriots against Zave Suckadicka. So once again, I was able to limit my opponent to a pretty low score, but classic, my team just sucks cock, and I couldn't break 100 points. Um, yeah, honestly, Alex, the fact that you are 3-3 three and three is um, just very disappointing for me, because I'm just going to pull up the standings right here. So Zave Alex- is 4-2 and two and has fewer points than me. Okay, so if we look at this quickly, Alex has 683 points for... 665 points against. I mean, 
That's just crazy how low of a number. I have 798 points, Alex, so over 100 points more than you, and 797 points scored against me. I'm leading the league right now. Oh, no, actually, Mike has more points scored against him. But Poor, that, Honestly, it's amazing how that happens. Mike has by far the worst team, and yet still has the most points against. Well, no, the reason for that is because... Um, he doesn't have to go against himself while everybody else gets that chance. Yeah. So that's like sort of, I mean, that's sort of it, but yeah, Mike is getting unlucky. He's not, not scoring a lot. I mean, he has 588 points scored by far the lowest. I mean, it's, that's 200 points lower than, that's almost 300 points lower than, than Bob. That is, I think, no, 280 points or something like that. So that's like 45 points a week, which is insane. But anyway, I, you know, the, the moral of the story there is that uh, it really is anyone's game right now because people have four and two records with not a lot of points scored. People have two and four records with a lot of points scored. Yeah. Um, but going to this game, I guess, Alex, go for it. I mean, you my team has just been a major disaster. Derek Carr, who I drafted, not early, but I think fourth to fifth round, thinking he would be my good QB1, and he's just been awful. He's put up 20 yeah. points once this year, and he's only broken 10 points twice. Yep. Um, he had the injury. He only was out for one week, but he put up not even seven points this week. Brissett's been my best quarterback, which is the saddest thing. I you know picked him up randomly. Um, yeah, he's been solid. Like not good, but I mean Dalton was on by this week, so I needed someone. But it's just been not bad. good enough to cover this week. I don't know what the Colts were thinking. They should have taken the field goal, cut the lead to four points. Played out the defense and tried to win. At the, and instead, they tried to go for it. Next thing you know, they lose by like. I did. I did kind of think. Close. I don't really understand the rule. I think it's like kind of a three D situation where when you dive, it's like when the ball. It's kind of like soccer. You know, if like it crosses the, if it goes out of bounds at one point, it's out of bounds. But that was a. First off, that was such a late dive attempt by Brissett. I mean, I feel like he ran outside. Could have dived so much earlier, and then he was like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to get it, and dies. So, like, I'm not – I even though I thought it was inconclusive, it was hard for me to tell whether he crossed the line or not, and I we had the, you know, stake in the game. So I did think he did cross it, but I'm not disappointed – I'm not shocked over the ruling. Yeah, they, as they gave – to – like, that was more conclusive, though, than, than Safarian Jenkins. Like, oh. what <laughs> happened? He lost – basically, I think – it was they're saying that it's conclusive that he lost the ball and then unconclusive that he regained possession. I mean, I don't know like what type of pro- decision making process they made to determine to determine that, but that shit only happens against the Patriots. Yeah, well, so the insane the ruling I the way I understood it is that basically if you watch the end of that replay when he's kind of on his back he the ball like moves an inch when he's holding it in his hand, and they said that that was evidence that he never fully regained possession, which is just insane. But. I mean, it's just impossible to score a touchdown these days. Yeah, How I mean, hard do they have to make it? My argument was that you know if you sh- change the ball from your right hand to your left hand, the ball moves a little bit, right? So is that now a fumble if you do that when you cross the end? Like I don't even know. You can I do feel it like at the end of the day. They, the rules are what they are. They should have this thing called like the common sense rule where in like th- these situations where like 95% of people can agree, oh, like that should be a touchdown or that should be a catch. You just go with the like common sense eye test. Yep. I mean, the, to, I've like, never seen a fumble where the ball never touched the ground. Unbelievable. The, Bless, ball, like, the ball didn't touch the ground. I don't know how yeah. to fumble. Honestly, you know, blessing in disguise. Hopefully the Jets lose out. Yeah. Uh, Zave's team goes to 4-2. and two. 
as you're saying, doesn't has less points scored than you, but he has a decent week. I mean, really, as, as of his quarterbacks, no one really did anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Julio puts up ten. You're right. Pretty, pretty bad week. Hundred ten points. <laughs> I mean, I should have won this. I mean, either this is a game for either one of us to win. I just had the shitty week with Michael Thomas, as I said. The Saints put up fifty, and their number one receiver had three catches for eleven yards. Gillisley had that fumble early, which kind of you know cost him there. My number one overall pick, Lashawn McCoy, was on bye. That was tough. My QB two, Andy Dalton, was on bye. So I kind of just. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I think the there. big things for Zave's team. I mean, I think this is actually a underratedly huge win for Zave when you look at Zeke on bye, and now Zeke has at least guaranteed playing next week and end the week after, most likely because they're giving like a fourteen day injunction or something because the judge is on vacation. So there's not going to be a ruling for two more weeks. It seems like so you get Zeke back, you know, and Mixon was on bye and Powell was injured, right? So he's playing. A lot of guys this week that he probably doesn't play going forward, um, and you know, it's hard to say where where um, you know what the certainty is surrounding Zeke. But I think you know if Zave can get himself to five and two, five and three, or six and two in that range, then he might be in position to make a run with or without Zeke. Obviously, that'd be tough though if he then loses Zeke for six games, which which would be weeks nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, yeah, I mean, basically I mean, yeah. at that point, you have to, you have to stash him for the, the Shiva ball or the soccer ball if you're still in it. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be tough. But his depth, I just don't like his depth. I mean, so I, right. Julio Jones has had a bad year. Terrell Pryor's had a bad year. Moncrief has not had a good year without luck. Uh, I mean, his running yep. back depth is awful if you take away Zeke. I mean... Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I, was, I don't think either of us were too high on this team. And, but I do agree with you that, yeah, I mean, start at that 4-2 start is just going to be huge because, you know, now he can afford to go maybe 3-3, three and 3-4 three, three and four down the stretch, 4-3 and three down the stretch probably gets yep. into the playoffs. So. All right, so let's move on to our final game, and that is Need for Seed against the Three-Eyed Ravens, and we will have a caller for this game. Let's yeah, call so up let me, Jake. Yeah, let me call up Jake here. Get a little combo game going, hook up the speaker, and make this phone call. Hopefully he's not asleep yet. It's not like there's a time difference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the time difference would uh, help us, if anything, like with Nicole. Oh, yeah, you're Where right. does Jake live these days? He's in back in Baltimore now? I believe so. Alex, of course, doesn't have this phone call. Yeah, last time when I pre-set up the speaker, this you know I wasn't using it. Oh my god! All right, sorry. Right, what's right. going on here? All right, there we go. We're now connected. I'm gonna call Jake, and this should be good to go. All righty. The dead air time is just perfect. I know everyone must love it. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Jake? How's it going? Good. Hold good. on one. How are you? Pretty good. How about you? I'm good. You're on uh, with Zach here, too. Zach, can you hear him? Yeah, I can hear you. Jake, are we recording? Are we recording live right now? Uh, oh, we are live on the pod right the now. Studio. Everybody's You should have made it in. Can you guys hear me all right, or should I put on my headphones? I oh, know. We can hear you perfectly. Awesome. Awesome. All right, yeah, I think I think it's good enough. So, 
So, Jake, why don't you take us through your game here? We see that you pulled out the victory with a late um, a late win on Monday night with DeMarco Murray. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It came down to the wire. I actually had DeMarco Murray in both of my leagues and needed him to do basically exactly what he did to win. So I'm pretty pumped. I mean, people were talking about me being a candidate for the Sacco. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not going to be the Sacco this year. It's not yeah, happening. You don't, you don't want those tomatoes? No, I mean, I'd take the tomatoes, but I'm not going to take the losses. Right. So so what are your thoughts on Adrian Peterson? Now he goes to Arizona, has the big week. Are you going to start him next week? I think I am going to start him. I mean, I don't see any reason not to, to be completely honest with you. I mean, yep. Lynch. it's a one-game situation, but you couldn't have asked for a better first-week performance out of him in the new uniform. So, yeah, I think it's safe to say I'm probably – Gonna be putting him in the lineup. And what was your? Wait, I don't even. I don't even have him. What do I have him? Yeah, it's on your bench. Yeah, yeah, I have him. <laughs> oh my god! Doesn't even know he's on his team. About these things, to be honest with you, but yeah, I just inserted him in the lineup earlier today. Yeah, you're. I have him starting with my running back too. I mean, it's kind of tough. I like Marshawn, but he didn't have a great week last week. I would consider yeah. starting Demarius Thomas, but I also am skeptical of him week to week. He's still injured, I think, a little bit. So, right. So, so was that your thought process? I guess in benching him this week, um, because if you look at it going forward with Emmanuel Sanders missing time, he's probably going to get more of a target share. I mean, for sure. I mean, one thing I will tell you, I'm concerned about Demarco Murray. He had a great game, but he looked pretty injured by the end of that game, and I don't know if that's going to bode well for me starting him moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think next week at Cleveland's probably a must-start, and then after the bye week, you kind of reassess going forward. But I do agree with you, as the weeks go on and Murray kind of wears down, Henry will probably get more touches in that backfield. Yeah, that's the other thing. The other running back was really good for them. And I think... He- I think what's his name? Henry got like nineteen carries to Marco to the Marco yeah. Murray's twelve. So Derek, he's definitely the running back of the future yeah, right, I mean, for Tennessee. They gave they gave Henry the ball at the end of that game, then he ripped off that what seventy oh, yard run. He ripped that run to, to yeah. for the cover. Yeah. Even worse. Now, Jake, how do you feel about Jordy Nelson going forward? Do you have faith in uh, Brett Hunley or whatever his name is? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got to start Jordan, but it just This year has sucks. just been such – I feel like you can't – I don't know. I've been so surprised by so many players. Obviously, the most disappointing player on my team has been Flacco up to this point. He yeah. probably won't earn another start the rest of the season after I picked up Cutler, and that's not saying much. <laughs> Cutler sucks. Yeah, one of my best friends from college is a Ravens fan, and he's been furious, especially comparing the salaries of all the quarterbacks. And he's like, I'd rather have anyone else in the NFL. The thing is, I hate it when people make that argument because, yeah, he's high paid, but he's not high paid because of what he's doing now. He's high paid because he won us a Super Bowl pretty much by himself. That's very true. When you go back to that playoff run and you watch how he played, I mean, you can't argue with those numbers. For those four games, 
He was the best quarterback in all of football. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He earned that paycheck, but god damn, he sucks. <laughs> I mean, he is so fucking bad. All right, well, let's go quickly just to uh, Tyler and Nicole's team, give a quick review. So they they fall to 4-2. and two. They've been a good team in the league. And, you know, yeah, Eli and Goff, you know, their quarterbacks, they don't get great production out of them. Fournette's been unbelievable for them, though, Alex. Yeah, I mean, Fournette killed me last week by putting up 30, and then he put up another 20 this week. They had Dak on by, too, which is kind of big. Yeah, He's Fournette ripped off, like, player. an 80-yard run in, like, the first play of the game. Yeah. And the Rams scored on, like, a kickoff return. It was, like, 7-7, 24 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it was with less than a minute in, yep. That was wild. Um... I mean, Willie Sneed finally off that DUI. I mean, probably has been on. Yeah, no, that was his first game back from the DUI. And again, yeah, probably probably shouldn't have played him one week back when you know, all the news out of um, out of New Orleans was they're going to ease him back in, and his snap count was just not going to be that high. And I, I don't think he really got too many targets. In again, this he was just another prime example. One he put target. up fifty-two points. As we said, three of the touchdowns weren't offensive, but him and Michael Thomas both did nothing offensively when they put up 52 points, which is, like, ridiculous. And then Jake's yeah. kicker, Justin Tucker, for them, another great week. All right, so let's move on to the segment, Alex. All right, so... Uh, the game. We all know how much I love making these uh, these names. Not that I love... I'm just, I'm just kind of a procrastinator, so I always forget to do it. And then when me and Zach start FaceTiming, I'm like, oh, shit, I got two of them. I'll make the other three quickly. All right. So, Jake, you understand how the game works, correct? Uh, can you refresh me on the rules, please? Yeah, so I'm going gonna to give you a first name hint and a last name hint, and then you're going to have to come up with the name of the player. The and it's- yeah, there's just a 0% chance I get any of these, but try me. Nah, it's, it's just an two NFL points, player. It's two points for a correct guess and one point for an incorrect guess, and you can guess as many times as you want. One minus All one right, for well, incorrect. I'll do my best. And we, yeah, we just go at the same time, basically. All right, Alex, whenever you're ready. All right. So the first one will be. Uh, he's a member of the league. Is his first name same as the first name of one of the members of our league? And his last name is the name of a beer company. I don't know, Bush? I have no idea. Well, is there he, even a guy named Bush in this league? I don't well, think there so. Was Reg, there was Reggie Bush, but he's a former player. Well, that's, that's, that's a that different spelling. That doesn't Jim. count. Uh, what beers are there? I don't know. Coors? That's not a name. Is that a guest game? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's just talking out loud. Alright. Oh man. I know I know the beer. I'm not gonna say it. I'm just trying to think of the first name. And I can't think of it. He is owned. Oh, Zach Miller. There we go. I know it's like uh, I'm an I idiot. Miller. Miller. Uh, that's a common name. Well played. Well played. So I guess we'll give it as two points for me and minus one for Jake. Alright, here's the next one. Um the first name is the black version of the name of the Italian explorer who brought back spices to Italy from uh, the east. And his last name is a part of Manhattan on the uh, east side in the, like, between 30s and 40s. Mark Midtown? I don't know. 
DeMarco Murray? DeMarco Murray. There he goes, Zach. Yes. Oh, ah. I, Come on. I guess it's unfair because, you know, Jake never lived in Manhattan, so he doesn't know the Murray Hill area like I do. I, no, I should have known one. that. I I know Murray Hill. That was, that was I bad. I thought about that when I was like, you, between you two, you should know Murray Hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, I'm All memory, but... I know. That's, Zach told me that, so I was like, all right, this is a fair question. Um, all right. Next one. Uh, another first name is another member of the league. The last name is a uh, famous toy train engine. What the hell? Michael Thomas. There we go. Oh, God. I was thinking of, like, Tonka. I'm like, who the fuck Thomas, is named Tonka? Thomas the train <laughs> Thomas the tank engine, whatever that is. Isn't Tonka the truck company? Am I right? We're going with Michael Thomas. Michael Milley, you know. Jake, All right. you know the members of the league better. This is a huge advantage for you. All right, so now the score's four to one. Four to one. All right. Uh, next one. Next one. Um, first name is uh, what you used to take a photograph. Last name is a cookie named after a town in Massachusetts. Cam Newton. All right. Now that was a gimme. Oh, that was, that was gimme. a gimme. Well, Zach's up six to one. <laughs> We're going to do the last one anyway because I think it's the best one. Um, okay. First name is a religion, and last name rhymes with a beverage order from McDonald's. What? Can you repeat the clues, please? Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Christian McCaffrey. Ah. I, I thought of that one this sweet. afternoon, and it was just too good. Well, you asked me. That is not good. At least I got one answer. It was my best work of the day. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us on the pod, Jake. Thanks for having me. All right, Jake. Good luck the rest of the season. Regret. Hopefully, uh, you keep checking. I'm coming on with victories. All right, have a good one, boy. Start AP. All right, thanks. Was he stoned or what? I don't know. How can you tell? I don't know. I've been drinking, so. Yeah, I know, man. I haven't done it. I'm sober. What a, what a roll, roll oh, from reversal here. I'm taking the night off. This is my first night off in about three or four weeks. I'm about to go uh, finish the bottle of wine. We'll see if that happens. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll get a bottle of wine. You get a bottle of wine, and we'll drink together. And then we'll is, shove, is aesthetic? shove the corks up our asshole when we're done. Yeah, yeah, well, I wasn't going to tell them about that, Alex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, we got to keep some stuff secret here. All right, so we are at the part of the pod where we make predictions for the next week. Yeah, so we're tied 8-8 eight to eight going into this week. So this is going to be a fun one because we have me and you uh, going up against each other this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. And unfortunately, I actually, like, really don't even want to take myself. Like, I just don't like... Um, Oh, wait. I'm going against you? Yeah, you're going <laughs> against me, you idiot. All right. And what are the projections at right now? Does it not show the projections on this thing? You are projected to win by five points without, How do you, without oh, you a defense preview? right now. Oh, that's... I'm projected to loot. I'm projected to win. By, without a defense, even, yeah. Yeah. You have no bye week players. Neither do I, besides the D. That D. That big what, D. What uh, pick do you have? Waiver pick. You have a, uh, okay. I have a worse waiver pick than you. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna not that you're gonna like be taking a defense anyway, but I I'm taking um uh either the Steelers D or the Vikings D, whichever one falls to me at the second. I still have the second waiver spot. I'm in ninth place right now. I would be in the Saco, okay. even though I have the fourth most points in the league. Damn. But um, all right, who are you taking, Alex? Um, I'm gonna take myself in this one. I'm gonna take myself. All right, in this I, one. Think that, I think that's fair. That's a shocker. All right, let's go to uh, what's what's the next one here? Ravens at Ditka. All right, Ravens at Ditka. Oh, this actually should be a good matchup too. Who do you want to go with? Let's see. So neither team has any players with a bye, and there's you know, uh, Zave has Powell who might come back. Let's see here. So we got. Wilson, I like Cutler at the Jets. Murray at Cleveland. Oh man, this is. You know what? I'm I'm going I'm going Jake. I'm riding I'm riding the hot hand with Jake. All right, I'm gonna go Zave just to be different. This is a pretty <laughs> even matchup. But yeah. All I, right. I also low key kind of like Jake, but I'm gonna go Zave because he just beat me. You know, he's got to be a good team. All righty, let's move it to Phil at Sneed. Phil at Tyler Nicole. Uh, this this is a good matchup. This is uh, usually you know the bottom of the leagues who have now made it up to the top to middle of the league. Yeah, I'm gonna just take Tyler Nicole here. I th- I mean I I still think their team is pretty good this year. I don't I think Phil's team is trending in the wrong direction. You got Stafford on by, so now Miller he has to... on by. Yeah, but Miller. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll take Tyler Nicole again. I'm also gonna take Tyler Nicole here. Alrighty. Who who do we have? Goom and Stish? Goom and Stanish? This should be another good matchup. Man, Stanish has won two games in a row. Alright, so for bye week players for this, Adam has Will Fuller, Dondre Hopkins, Marvin Jones, and Stanish has nobody on bye, although he has Simeon and Winston who are injured. Winston has an AG, AC joint sprain, but there's no structural damage. And so is Winston playing next weekend? So it's I don't, it seems like it's at a, it's day to day at this point. It hasn't been decided. And when we look at Simeon, that they believe that he will be able to play for them. But he also has Matt Ryan. So I mean, between the three of them, he's going to get two of those guys in. Yeah, I mean, you know? I'm gonna go with Adam here. I think he's got, he's gonna have Diggs come back. He's got his quarterback situation set. Gurley's been incredible. I'm gonna go Adam. I hope Sinish falls to three and four. Oh man, this is tough for me. Let's see here. Going to go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride Sneesh. Nice. It's a tough Sinesh one. Sneesh loves when you ride him. <laughs> I'm gonna ride Sneesh. <laughs> Even though I don't, I think his team. I think his team takes a hit now with Rodgers out. With Adams, I still. I still take Sneesh. Tough one though. And then our last matchup, Bob against Mike. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna take. I'm gonna take uh, the team every week until Mike pulls one out. So I'm gonna have to take Bob here. Yeah, I'm also gonna take Bob. <laughs> I just. It's so sad. I like. Because I feel like our league, even when we have a bad team, like a Tyler, or when Phil's been bad, or when Robbie was bad, like, they win four games. 
you know, they'd go like four and nine or five and eight. You know, they'd score like a few like less points than most teams, but they'd be like competitive. And, Mike you know, has a severe quarterback issue now. Like Jesus. you could have eight, seven players on by and still beat Mike. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I mean, I think the the most difficult thing to overcome in our league is a quarterback issue. Uh, just because there's just not that many quarterbacks out there, and Ben is quarterback twenty two, and that's his only quarterback. I mean, here Amari Cooper is his like was his best wide receiver. He's put up ten points once. Amari Cooper's seventy seventh best wide yeah. receiver, <laughs> and then yeah. he's starting John Brown. Who like the fact that John Brown's had a better year than Amari Cooper is insane, and the fact that he's starting John Brown is insane in a ten person league. Like, you yeah, should if, not I mean, be if you starting. look at his if you look at his team, he does not have. The only player in the top ten of the position was Rodgers, who was quarterback seven, who's now done, and Vinatieri, who was kicker nine. And then, I mean, which obviously doesn't matter. He has Ingram who had a big week, only puts him to running back number fourteen. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's just tough at this point. I he might need to revamp his entire team. The thing is, it, there still is time. You still getting that number one waiver wire pickup for the foreseeable future. He can get guys together, and you know and be competitive in the consolation bracket. I hope so. We'll see. The cons- this I really could see him going 0-13, which is just not good. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's not go that far. But I think that does it, and we have three different picks, so there should be some uh, some movement in next week's standings. And I believe we fought, we uh, rise to undefeated still, right, in, in the me, versus you, me and you against the league? Have uh, we been beat yet? I might have. I was beat by Stanish. You were. I was beat by Stanish. Yep. I'm undefeated though, right? You're undefeated. Stanish beat. Remember, I I had a dumb guess, and then, but I was already kind of. Or I was up by one. I don't know. He beat me by two. All right, that does it. <laughs> this is great radio. <laughs> that does it for this week's podcast. Only only forty two minutes. What a what a night. Oh my god, that's it. All right, we'll see you guys next week.